0: Well, this is different. The first time we've ever produced a VGK Daily podcast after a loss. We had a nice little thing going there, but uh, all things come to an end as the Golden Knights fall in Game 4 to the Chicago Blackhawks by a final of 3-1. The Blackhawks adding an empty netter late, uh, despite being outplayed badly by the Golden Knights. Welcome to the VGK Daily. Darren Millard along with the VGK analyst Mike McKenna. There's uh, one name one person one performance that uh, prevented the Golden Knights from advancing to the second round of the Stanley Cup playoffs yesterday and that would be his name's Corey right Corey Mr. Crawford I believe What a performance by the man that's in his mid-30s, thought to be on the tail end of his career, but uh, he was brilliant against Edmonton in Game 4 to eliminate the Oilers in that best-of-five series and a Game 4 performance for the ages.
1: And he didn't look like he was a tired 35-year-old coming off of a back-to-back, did he? I mean, last night he was so good at finding pucks through traffic, having energy... I mean, I, I've never seen him with his hands that alive in his career, I think. You know, what do you mean by that? You know, Corey Crawford has no, normally been referred to as more of a blocking goaltender, somebody who gets in the lane, makes a save with his body, his hands, his knees were up. He, he was just absolutely battling, and it was it was. For an old goalie, it was a joy to watch. I mean, I, I, I'm i sure our Golden Knights fans would very much differ with that because the puck wasn't going in. Um, but it was a vintage performance. This is somebody who has game. He has two Stanley Cups. He has game-clinching performances to win the Stanley Cup, and this might be the best
0: game that I've ever seen him play. Golden Knights uh, directed 96 shots Towards the net, 96 shot attempts in a regulation game. It's 49 uh, found their way to Corey Crawford, and he stopped 48 of them. It uh, begs the question: Could Vegas have done anything different? There's minute details that they'll look back and try
1: to find. Um, but I think Nate Schmidt really said it best after the game last night that. I don't think shots were the problem. <laughs> I think yeah. we had enough of those, um, which I would agree with. It, it was, though, it was just finishing. You know, they, they didn't bury chances. They, they didn't get that many secondary chances, though. That's one thing that Chicago did pretty well was they were able to Clear the front of the net before second shots could come, and they did let Corey Crawford see most of them. So, uh, even though there was just a sheer quantity that I don't know if I've ever seen,
0: uh, well, you, a lot you, of them you said in the first period that this this can't continue; they'll they'll eventually break him down. I, I said the same thing in the second period, like, okay, eventually the dam's going to break, but it didn't. I mean, you know, 20 shots in the first period—that's.
1: You're thinking, no way we keep this up. It, and, and it just can't, it can't continue. The Golden
0: Knights were pretty uh, responsible in continuing with the game plan. They didn't deviate. They didn't start passing up chances because no. they were getting frustrated. It was, it was a solid start to finish effort from that end.
1: Yeah, I like the way that they managed the game. I mean, the Golden Knights did not start chasing. They didn't start throwing pucks away, hoper plays, trying to create something because they're down a goal. They did stick to their identity for for the whole game. They continued to play their brand of hockey. Of course, Chicago had some opportunities. You're always going to have those, but they had to work for them. And that's something that the Golden Knights haven't done as well, previously, early in this series, in some round-robin games, they had enough turnovers to allow the other team to gain some momentum. Uh, in Game 3, it was another story where Chicago Blackhawks forced the Golden Knights to take some penalties, and that's how they gained momentum. Didn't really happen tonight as much either, even though the penalty kill was outst- last night for the penalty kill was outstanding for the Golden Knights. Um they were good.
0: I, I mean, wow. you just, what can you say? The uh, the shot attempts uh, is uh, a cool day right now around uh, Las Vegas. At 96, but it was knocking on triple digits. <laughs> uh, just shy of 50 shots on goal, but only one found the back of the net. And uh, that was from Shea Theodore, 18 seconds after the Chicago Blackhawks had taken a 2 nothing lead in the first period. All in all, the Golden Knights disappointed with the result. But other than that, it was Pretty acceptable. Here is Coach Pete DeBoer, along with defenseman Nate Schmidt and goaltender Robin Leonard.
2: That's the irony of playoff hockey, right? You play your best game and you lose, and you know you win other games that uh, that you're not playing at that level. But uh, that, that's that's what playoffs are about. You're going to hit a hot goalie, or uh, the other team's going to have hot special teams, and you got to find a way to just stick with it. And I, I like. A lot of our game tonight. Uh, We just want to replicate that again on uh, Tuesday. We knew this wasn't going to be easy. There's there's very few sweeps in this league, uh, ever. And um, you know they're a good team over there. So you got to tip your hat to the goalie. He was uh, their best player tonight, and we've got to find a way on Tuesday to get a few past past them.
3: Yeah, probably one of our best offensive games. With uh, regard to getting, you know, pucks through, getting our chances, um, getting in the forecheck, keeping the uh, keeping the puck away from him, um, you know what? He played a fantastic game. Uh, we, uh, you know, two first period goals, you know, dig yourself a hole. But I thought we responded really well. Um, they're not a team that's going to go away, given their history with guys that have been here. So. Um, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's a game that you wanted, right? Uh, you always want to, but, uh, you know, win a game like that. But, you know, the mood in the room right now is, you know, if we continue to play like that um, for game five, we're going to give ourselves a heck of a chance
4: to win a game. That's, uh, that's kind of what the Blackhawks do. You know, they they are opportunistic. They wait for rush chances. They, they wait for a small mistake and they attack and they have some really good players doing it. And, um, yeah, obviously it was tough to go down two nothing in the in the first there, but I thought Shea had a huge goal uh, to get two one, and then we took over the game. And uh, yeah, credit to the guys. They, we, I think it was our best game of the series. We just wasn't re- rewarded today, and uh, we just got to go to the next game and it'll be fine. Prior
3: to today's game, we were passing up some chances, and we weren't really. Getting to the interior on the power play, you know they've been uh, good at getting their blocks in. They're good at letting their goaltender see the puck, and um, when goalies can see the puck in this lead they make saves. You know, and and that's um, you know something I thought today we did a lot better at. We I thought we did a, a much better job of getting opportunities, and and I think it's it's not getting frustrated. That's. Uh, that's the name of the game in the playoffs. So the you know, things are going to happen. Guys are going to have great games. You're going to play against a good goalie one night and not getting frustrated trying to force things when, when maybe you're not uh, um, you know, getting the looks or, or converting on your opportunities. I mean, our power play has got a lot of great players on it. That being said, we need to, we need to be a difference maker um, moving forward in the series and moving forward, you know, for as long as you go along here. I mean, we, we need to start converting on our plays, but it's not a place to get frustrated now, um, especially with how I thought, like I said, I thought we were trying to, and did a much better job
2: today than we did in the first couple games. I think if we if we can keep throwing that game at them, you know, eventually uh, uh, we'll get a break and, uh, you know, I, I liked our game. I like large pieces of, of the, the game tonight other than a, a few moments here and there. It's probably one of the, the best 60 minutes we've had since we've been in the bubble here, so... Um, you know a lot more good than bad and we've just got to keep building on it so you
0: evaluate uh, what the players and the coaches are saying about the game and you say oh just just roll it back out there that that never happens coaches players always want to tinker with things so that's cool to see uh and hear what they had to say last night uh you add on to the metrics uh, the penalty kill Solid again, 3-for-3. Three three. That's, uh, I believe, 10 of 11 now in the series against that vaunted, talented lineup really, of Taves, really Kane, Zod, shots. Uh, Duncan Keith, so that's uh, incredible. And even the power play yesterday went 0-for-3, but still generated a lot and some, some positive signs going forward from individual players. Well, look at Max Pacioretty
1: it's so nice to see him look comfortable on the ice he looked like he had his legs he he was able to get to open areas him and stone connected a few times for shots I really liked what I saw from him because I I I feel like just having Max Pacioretty in the lineup gives the team a big boost on the offensive side and when he's really got it going this was the first time in the postseason where to me he was on his game but we also saw Nick Cousins, Alex Tuck, Great chances on the power play, really all throughout the game. That line
0: was really dominant. Their bottom six was amazing. They were fantastic. Uh, and just on Pachetti, he was initiating body contact too, yeah. which I think is is probably the best side. The hands will come, but just initiating shows you that his body's feeling great he's trusting it yeah. you know had a huge hit on
1: kirby dock uh that led to a great scoring chance and that's a that's a big part of his game is being physically engaged he's such a big body he's hard to move when he starts to throw his weight around he can create a lot of space for his teammates so whoever's playing center with him whether it's stevenson or carlson they can get in on the forecheck and clean up those
0: pucks that and the turnovers that Pacioretty has created uh should i address the panda in the room Okay, Matthew Highmore scores the game-winning goal for the Chicago Blackhawks, and it's a sharp angle shot, uh, let it go from behind the goal line, but it's one of those ones where players are doing more and more, attempting more and more, almost shooting at the goaltender's head on those sharp angle shots, and it actually hit Robin Leonard and and bounced in the goal, so uh, how would you play that shot? Well, here's Robin Leonard addressing the goal and his coach pete DeBoer talking about the go-ahead goal for the chicago blackhawks in the first period that ended up being
4: the series or the game-winning goal in game four he went in the net so i wasn't very happy about it but uh yeah it's not much to say you know it's a game of mistakes i made a mistake uh was pretty good shot too um yeah, I I have to have that, but uh, in the end of the day, you just uh, let it go and you focus on the next save and just try to give your team a chance to win. And the team played a hell of a game and uh, Crow uh, Crow played really well. Obviously, he would have liked the second goal back.
2: Other than that, I thought he made the saves he needed to make and he made a couple big ones. You know, when we were pressing. Uh, At different points, Uh, anytime you're pressing and and pouring numbers offensively at the other team, there's going to be some breakdowns, and there was a few that uh, you know the game could have really got away from us, uh, you know. But he he made a couple big big saves uh, at the right time in order to give us a chance to get the goalie out and get some good looks at the end. You liked what Robin had
0: to say about. The way that
2: transpired, the
0: goal by Haimov. Yeah, he took ownership in it. You know,
1: he he
0: knows that that's not a good goal
1: against it. It can't go in from behind the goal line in the corner. That's the way it is, and it cost the team the chance of having a one-one game at worst. You know, during the third period and giving more of a chance. So for a goaltender, that's always your main goal is trying to make sure you put your club in a position to win. If if it was one-one, by the way, we might still be we could be on the set. Yeah, I Talking mean, could have gone clear until today. Game four. Yeah, yeah. we've... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in 2020, yeah. who knows? Yeah. But, um, but yeah, Robin goes down early. There's a hole there. Shooters are looking for it. They're throwing pucks at it. But hey, this is the type of thing you live and learn from it. Maybe he's more patient on, on his skates next time. Maybe he has a different plan of attack for it. Any goaltender that's worth their salt in the National Hockey League is going to learn from things. And you'd rather have it now than in Game 7 of the Stanley Cup Finals.
0: Hey, the odds are better in Vegas. The Folded Flag Foundation will be hosting online 51 raffles during each round of the Stanley Cup playoffs that the Golden Knights appear in. Visit foldedflag.bump5050.com for your chance to win. Foldedflag.bump5050.com for your chance to win. 7.30 is the face-off uh, tomorrow night for Game 5. Vegas Golden Knights will try again to put away the Chicago Blackhawks. We'll be on the air on AT&T Sportsnet at 7 o'clock. A pregame show for the Golden Knights radio network at uh, 7 o'clock as well. And then Dan Duba and Gary Lawless take over with the play-by-play. Uh, rubber the green. It just happens sometimes. Uh, the goaltender gets hot and he beats you. It's uh, easy to shrug that aside just don't let it happen again and uh, try and take advantage of your opportunities uh, next time out that's what the Golden Knights are thinking don't change a lot just capitalize more Uh, thanks for doing this Mike absolutely anytime always fun there's Mike McKenna on the VGK Daily as we march our way through the 2020 Stanley Cup playoffs the Golden Knights leading the Chicago Blackhawks three games to one after a 3-1 victory by the Blackhawks in game four stay safe